No, but you've been doing some eating, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you about sit-ups if you want. No problem. Oh, yeah. I'd murder you. I'll tell you, he's calmed down a lot, hasn't he? He's not as daft as he used to be. <laughs> Podcast. It seems we're doing about three or four a day just now with all sorts of different celebrity guests and guests that we we didn't expect. And Adam's working his nuts off getting them tonight. We've got a fantastic guest on. I'm really looking forward to having a chat with him. Known him for donkey's years in all sorts of other formats. We've had some great times together. And I listened to the Gary Morris podcast the other day, and it always seems to be that oh, this is fantastic. This is outstanding. This Great. But it is, you know, to talk about these memories, we don't talk about shit times or what was bad and, oh, cracker, that were a difficult time. Let's just, you know, we talk about what's funny, what are great memories about really good friends and really good family. So I'll introduce you to the guest in a minute. He struggles with technology, does this lad, so he's, uh, he's just dialing in now. I think he's on some sort of... I think they're an ISDN something that he's trying to dial in on. But I'm sure Joe Martin will get him in there because there is a bit of a connection. So anyway, Joe Martin, what have you been up to since um, yesterday when we had our last pod? <laughs> so since yesterday, I've done uh, the exact same thing. Uh, so I've been running and I've read a little bit. Um, not a great deal. Oh. I'm watching Michael Jordan on uh, Netflix. The Last Dance is brilliant. It's such a good really documentary. Good. It's absolutely really fantastic. Good. Jez, I know nothing about basketball, but it's it's a captive, um, captivating viewing, I think, isn't it, Joe? It's yeah, I mean, he didn't ask you, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is very good. You don't really need to be a, bit, a basketball fan to, to enjoy it. It's very good. Brilliant. There are some great reports about it. I haven't got Netflix. I can't afford it. Netflix now on the bench, you know. I'm just wondering... Joe Martin, will you give me your uh, word to get in? He weren't listening then. He just shovels something in his mouth. Sorry, Jess. I'm having some sausages. Um, uh, move on to our guest tonight. It's an individual who I've played a lot of football with. I've played a lot of cricket with. Uh, in you know, in different clubs. You know, obviously not any clubs outside the Lancashire League because we both played at, at Law House. Um, I'd like to introduce this evening to the one and only Ian Sheridan. Cheers, how are you doing? Yeah, very well. Very well, thank you. Uh, everything's fine and dandy. Uh, I couldn't help noticing in the introduction that Joe said he's uh, not interested in uh, in basketball. Well, he can't reach. He's a uh, he's, uh, Charlie Direct double. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I can think about being on basketball. <laughs> um, we could bully him a little bit here if they put each other on each if they put themselves on each other's shoulders, they'd just about be able to reach the net, wouldn't they? Yeah, well, the bit of crossbar. All right, Grandad, shut up. I mean, I could just imagine, yeah, Jess, me and Joe going to the uh, shops on each other's shoulders with a Big Mac on, trying to get in. <laughs> He'd be eating a Big Mac, just like he shoved that chocolate brownie on his face. 
we always have this little bit of a chat at the start of the podcast. Difficult times at the moment. What's happening out there and how difficult it is to socialise with your friends and everything. How, how are you going on with the uh, with the lockdown? I, you know, I understand you are still working. So how's it going for you personally? It's it's very difficult because I'm a 16 year old and a 20 year old here. I've done full lockdown. To be fair to them, which um, as you know and I know, Jez, that if me and you would have been 22 and 21 respectively, we wouldn't have been getting locked down. My wife's at home. Uh, my dogs are well walked. Uh, my fence is painted, not by me. My decking's uh, varnished, not by me. And the garden's sorted, not by me. Being so good with my hands, uh, the only thing that uh, I'm allowed to do is uh, pick things up and put things down. Yes, I mean, we play cricket together really, really young. It's good for us, me and the two Joes, and I think it'd be good to briefly explain about how you developed into the cricketer, you know, that you were. Cricket, where do I start? But my dad and his mate, Tony Hutchinson, bless them, they've both gone. They're both uh, Law House uh, members. Uh, mm. Tony passed away last year, bless him. Decided one night when they were in uh, Dean's club, was Burke or Dean's social club. My, mother, my, my dad and all his mates were members there. Times went hard for Dean's, so, Dean's social club in the 70s and 80s. Because one evening, the, uh, the, the, the uh, winning... winning uh, a house at Bingo was uh, a yeah. pie. A week later, it were half a pie. Anyway, <laughs> they decided they were going to they were going to go and play uptimely because it'd get them out of the wives' uh, air. It'd get me and O'Neill and uh, Andrew and Catherine out of uh, Anne's air. So Tony said, "Right, well, I'll, I'll walk past your house at uh, half twelve. We'll walk up Cogway and Jez." Through yeah. Parklands, up Moreland Road, down um, Mosley Road, through Timely, and we, we went to the t- we, we started playing Timely up Timely for Parkside. Uh, they were great days, and of course, as I got older, uh, I, I, I can remember Tony eating people for six on. Well, they didn't yeah, have sixes on Timely, did they? Remember all run fours. <laughs> I chased a few of them and got it for a few of them. I remember as like that, but that's another story. Anyway, we. Uh, we used to go there, and then I went to Ivy Bank, played for uh, Argyclough and all that lot, but cricket had bit me by then. And as you know, Jez, in them days, and all three or four of us know in them days, or oh, now, cricket's a game for everybody to play. I wasn't very good. I just loved playing, and I was friends with the Bushels. Now, influencers like that, they used to play cricket on their back street. Alan, bless him. Used to uh, bowl to us. John used to bat all the time. Graham used to bowl to us. John still used to bat all the time. And then playing with Paul <laughs> K, Gary Fletcher, uh, on Cherry Fall with the Spencers because they lived on Bristol Street. Uh, we all decided one day that we go down Law House and it rained. And it, I think you'd have been there, Jez, because your dad were there. And it, it just it was just called off, it would wash out. This is like middle of the 70s. So the Spencers went to Burnley for some reason, and John Bushell was at Burnley. So I went there. Again, I'd never watched the Lancashire League game. Joe Fletcher used to coach people. What an absolute legend, nice chap that fellow was. And from then, I, I met, met friends with Stuart Higgins. And Stuart said, come on, well, well and then days, we all used to play on field, didn't we? 
there were, mm. like Wednesday nights, there were loads of us, loads of us on, on fields. And yeah. you get into under 13s who were managed by Steve Whitehead. That's uh, just to take you back, Jez. Me, yeah. Darren Taylor, Steve Monkhouse, Stuart Higgins, Shane Higgins, your Nicky. Summer of 76, 77, which were dry summers. Uh, and the, again, it just bit you, didn't it? It just, it, you, everything, and obviously you were a football, you were an apprentice by, or just about to start leaving school by then. Yeah. Your, dad had the, your dad had the famous Red Marina that we all yeah. knew and loved, or your mum had it, or you had it, or whichever, whoever had it, I saw one the other way. And um, <laughs> it, it went on from there. So you, you had people like Moinder Amanath, who were pro, I think about then. And he was such a nice fellow. He was really such a nice fellow, wasn't he? And he'd come and play with you on on on, on there, and he'd bowl at you. And 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 generally, because he he was Jimmy, but I think he might not have been married then. But he lived at Kevin's, didn't he? If you remember? From from there, I played school cricket, and Mal Saunders, as you knew, as you bought, well, all, all three, you know, every now and again, I produced that unbelievable delivery. Some, you don't have to often. Mel saw something and, and encouraged me to play. So I played for school and, and Jez, the, the, the main thing then as a 13 and 14 year old was to get in third team. And who run the third team? Arthur Greenwood, Rule Reef, Herbert Marsden. Now, Nicky has fond memories about playing in the third team because... One of his early games, Nicky was younger than me, but had more ability. Uh, the first cricketer I ever saw Nicky playing as a junior for Christ the King on St Andrews, who bowled and battered all, everything. Bowled, bowled all over his battered all the time. Big red rag that his dad had given him, covered in shoe polish, of course. Big bomber. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> now, Nicky got in thirds young. Jez were already in thirds, because at that time, they bought a load of St. Peter's stuff, loads of it. St. Peter's had gone bust. They sponsored Tony Gregg, they'd gone bust, and they brought these bats. What were that? What were the bat that you had, the good one? They, they brought one good bat out. It weren't a caravel, that were county. That was, um, that's a further story about Duncan Hall. Anyway, Jez had these pads, but they were blue, so they painted them white. This is all, and to get these light pads, because we had canvas ones and things like that, and the kit bags were heavy and all that. But Nicky had got it 13, playing uh, with Rule and that, but he played, I think he made, he made his debut or played early at Chatburn, Jesse, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, now Chatburn is a bit like uh, Canterbury. You know, Canterbury is a beautiful oak tree in the, in the field. Well, Chatburn has a telegraph pole. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nick, so, Nicky's, Arthur's, and uh, uh, there's a number of stories about Arthur Greenwood. I'm just putting an asterisk as I take them off. Uh, the, and this one, in, in Nicky's fielding, they hit the ball, it's it the uh, wire on the telegraph pole, lands on it, it's my head. That, that was the stuff that went on in the 13. Arthur uh, was once batting. He, he was a lovely man, Arthur Green, but I'm not calling him, I'm not taking the mick out of him because I wouldn't do that. But this, this was just stuff that as a child he laughed at. So we all used to laugh about putting a box on and things like that. And uh, he'd put his box on because Rule used to tell these tales and he got it in nuts. And one of his testicles had dropped outside at box and nearly castrated him. <laughs> oh, you should have seen his body, <laughs> said Rule. Rule Reed for another, another one. And then Herbert, bless Herbert. Herbert was once a good one. Local league, good one, Herbert. You can tell, if you remember, Jesse, good back, good ball. 
But Herbert had a problem, didn't he, Jez? He was deaf as a doorpost. So it were either four or two. There were no ones. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then Chris White had, Chris White had called him called him a deaf get. Didn't he? Up time they playing football as casuals, and for one and only time he put batteries in his ear and heard him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just put a bit of context to that. Um, that was the first team the Creek, you know, Lower House had. Yeah. And will have been. I was probably the oldest of us before Chris and Graham Young played. So it would have yeah. been 78, 79. Yes. And they went into, I don't know what it was called, the East Lance League, or it was some leagues that had been going for quite a while. But it was all village cricket, proper yeah. village. And again, I've thought a lot about this, Joe, about, you know, we, we didn't evolve it, we just look at That was the first start of the evolution. Is that the right way of putting it? I don't know. The, the club created a 13 because there wasn't one before. There wasn't yeah, a 13. Yeah. And we had these three blokes who come from local, you know, midweek cricket, and then there used to be local cricket at, at weekends, and they volunteered to take on mm. eight idiots like me and <laughs> Shep and Nicky. <laughs> and, you know, Craig Eaton played in it, you know, I said, and these Anthony. People, Anthony. Anthony, not Craig. Living his brother, wasn't it, Anthony? Yeah. Yeah. But they mm. uh, were just so dedicated. But it was quite, I'll never forget it. It was time cricket. Proper old fashioned time cricket. No points for getting close to the score. You know, if you, if you were rich like we were, we always got asked to bowl. The opposition would get, <laughs> and we had to back out 30 hours. And can you remember, Shiz, I used to bat for... Six not out. <laughs> Six <laughs> not out. Yeah. <laughs> and you come off to, you come off to a round of applause. <laughs> yeah, you get cheered off, off the pitch. Stories there, Shiz. Again, we could have a full podcast about, about the three of them. It was, they were fantastic. They were just salt, they were just salt of the earth, weren't they? And, yeah. And they, they give up the time for us, but... And, I, I can remember, I thought I'd made it. I, I got picked for 13, at end of the season. I got all my stuff together. Uh, I, obviously, I, I, I was out to school. And I, I have to confess, I, I was hard work then. I, I'm harder work than I am now. I was hyperactive. Everything's a thousand mile an hour. And I'm, I'm checking my stuff, arguing with my mum. And I have to walk it to the club. I get there and I feel third man and fine leg for 50 overs. I'm batting number 11 and didn't get a ball. <laughs> and uh, Arthur said to me, he said, sorry, I couldn't bat you, I couldn't bowl you. He said, it's all right, Arthur, I'm just glad I played. Uh, <laughs> but we lost, we lost. And they yeah. played, they played right at, do you remember when they, where the old practice wickets were? You played right at bottom at square. Yeah. And and in, in those days, the, the field, um, <clears throat> but the, it, this, was, this was just before the Alan Alden revolution. This was, was towards the end of the 70s, where Alan, bless him, and Jones it, and uh, all that lot played. Because you remember him, what recall from Paddy and Captain Peter. He used to throw it in wrong. In, Peter Wade used to throw it in, used to look one direction and throw it in the other. He <laughs> <It> weren't trying <laughs> And these people, these, the, 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 these people played hundreds of games in the Lancashire League 
and and then Law House came bottom of the league regularly. Uh, you know, out to start bottom of the league with with players. If you if if you speak to Iggy, Iggy Iggy can tell some. Well, they take ages, but the Iggy's tales about playing <laughs> about playing people and and things like that. And it it would it, it would just it was it was weird because I like playing football, I like playing golf, but every time cricket season finished, I was gutted, and I were I were ready to go. So comes the time where I'm getting to thirteen and fourteen, and I'm, and I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the cricket nets to start. And they started in January. So in other words, you play from January to end of September uh, in, in, in Burnley. And the nets, at, to, as you, to, to your demise, Jez, you know that batting in there uh, could sometimes be dangerous when you've yeah. you got, got to tip face off Simon Payne. Yeah. Just, yeah. It, it, one of the only times he nearly hit it back at net, did Simon. Um, and... Uh, You'd, you'd, we started again, and it was about this time that I were at me most annoying because I thought that I were better than I were. I was I playing for school, and so I decided to uh, make the uh, and go and join Burnley Cricket Club. You can't say things are regrettable because you're young and foolish and you make mistakes, don't you? But I lasted a season there because I did realise that I was rubbish. I didn't get it. I, I was just about getting it 13. Jack Stott used to because Jack Stott was is a Lawrence legend and. Uh, who got a lot of wickets for Lawrence, a lot of wickets for Lawrence when he, in his pump. He was the captain. But Duncan, bless him, Duncan Hall, who lived at, uh, at Kevin Higgins, as a, well, he lived on, what's it, what street he called that, Jess, I forgot. Holly yeah, Oak, Thorn Holly Oak Street, no. No, Thornhill. Uh, Thornhill Street, yeah. Uh, and I had to go and apologise to Duncan. Anyway, I'm back at, I'm back at the club then, and, and I'm, I'm 16, and it was, it's back to normal. But in that in that period of time, they had more in their Amanaf and they'd start to be in a better team. They had Nazim Ulgani, that's a, a rape from the grave, uh, Jez. Yeah, yeah. And and then players like Dave Keeley, and uh, Phil came back from Manchester because he was yeah. a pro over there, if you remember. Yeah. And um, Graham Bushell left Burnley. He'd had a row with uh, Roland Harrison over the batting order, I think. Something like yeah. that, and Neil what Neil Wally had left then. He'd gone to Bake Up because that that great Burnley team from '79 up until '80, who were still a force, but but they taken play. They started, as they wanted to become stronger and stronger. They took players from other teams. Steve G, Trevor Jones from Law, from Law House, which caused a lot of bother. I don't know what went on. I'm sure you know better than I do, Jez. What went on with Steve and Trevor? Uh, I I always got on with a pair of them, Trevor helped me immensely and Lawrence had then under under Alan Alden with a, who was the pro when they came when they won the Allen Cup yes, was it, it was at Evan it was Evan Gray wasn't it yeah they, they, they then as I'm getting into me 17, 16, 17, 18 they started to become a force and they nearly 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 won the league at, uh, at, at Rottenstall that was a strange day if you remember yeah, I do. The, cricket, yeah. the, the cricket have bit me. As an aside, an example of how the club came forward because Jez's dad encouraged people to come down to the club. You didn't know it at the time, but you can see it all these years later. His dad encouraged people. He'd drop people off and things like that and assist people and stuff like that because he loved it, loved the cricket. And he wanted his voice to play <laughs> cricket, fair enough. If you remember, there were one occasion where Dave Bins went from first team to sub for third team in three weeks. Yeah, 
now, I, I, I know that David has a sense of humour, but even he had the piss took out of him by Roger Bromley for that. Um, so we then become the, the club had become a really a better place to be in, weren't it? And we were we were getting like late teens and things like this, and he just it just it was just a fantastic place to play. You had John Hartley playing for us, Dave Keeley, who got three hundred runs and stuff like that one of those seasons, and got to Wesley Cup final. That were another. But we had Wesley Cup final, Jess. We played it thirteen. Yeah, we didn't go to it first. First, we had to play it thirteen. They won't let us go because they had a fixture, and won't let us go to the final when it when it rained off. So that was that's my opening gambit. That's how much I enjoyed it. That's what I started with. I'm sure that you there's things you want to uh, talk about through through that period of, of time. The worst years, you were, you know, you came into that period where it was a, a big change, and I do think we were getting a little bit, you know, better than they they had been donkey's years before. And I don't know the answer to those, some of those things about the likes of, you know, Stephen G was a great cricketer, Trevor Jones, and yeah, and obviously Higger, you know, carried on playing for Lorice, and then you got Graham Bushell and. You know, and, and John Hartley. John Hartley would, I think, you know, he, he's on a par with Johnny Harvey or, you know, he's probably better. Oh, yeah. Your whole oh, yeah. Your players are fantastic. Probably not just good enough to pro as a good pro in the Lancashire League, but, mm. you know, mm. Steve Deer in the, in the first team. But, yeah, they were all fantastic times, shares there. Um, so we moved in, you know, into senior cricket me and you and you know a lot of other people around us and we had a big group there we had a big you know it's a little bit like yeah we talked the other day about Ducha's group of people with charlie and everyone else yeah. there a big group of people mm. came through but a big group of us mm. there with the Higgins and whiteheads and mm. Hopes, you know and, and sheridan's and you know and your elder brother played in the first team michael played in the first team you know now we've got Maddie yeah. and joe playing you know it's all exactly what your dad, my dad, Jack Hayes, you know, yeah. and more, you know, yeah. near <laughs> would want us to want that's the way they, they would want the club to go. So, what's your first memories of you know getting into the second team and you know and getting some runs or getting some wickets and holding your own in the second team? Jeff? I couldn't, I couldn't bat. I got in the, the second team because, again, Stan, bless him. Um, who was a big influence on me, took me under his wing, like he did with you. And Stan, being so friendly, albeit we're going to take Mick out of him in a bit, would do anything. But you know what? But he had the what is it? Didn't he? He had the uh, he had the Vauxhall Viva Corrado that when he were at university, he knackered one wing, then did other, and he'd, he'd say he'd pick you up. So bear in mind, you started up timely at half six, and he'd be at my house at Copper Lane at twenty five to seven. For every game, so we were late for every game. That's out of order, shares. People, you know, you cannot be late for games. No, if you're relying on someone to get you to a game on time and they let you down, then that's the worst of the worst, in my opinion. Carry on, shares. They picked me, and I got it. I got it. I got it in the seconds, and that season, to eighty-three. I don't, I don't want to do it in eighty-two. I played thirteen in eighty-two. I got it. I got it in seconds. I think when I was 17, and I, I might have got some wickets. I think I think I got some wickets. I think it was a wet summer, and I, I think I got I got some wickets. I got six for against East Lancs, and uh, if you remember, up here, I swore at uh, 
Alan Stothers in the dressing room and he good job he wrote on the side of the dressing room because he said he was going to tear me limb from limb so I had to run out through showers. <laughs> and really, really apologised to me for ages and ages and ages afterwards. But Pete Gaynor came. Pete Gaynor, people forget what a good player, second team. Struck you 15th, first team, Pete. Yeah. First, what a good player Pete were to come from Belvedere. And in then those days, if you had a car, et cetera, et cetera, you would, you were, you would gold us because you could take your players to, to games. And so we, we played that season. Jez was just on, on brink of the first team. His, his football took over a little bit, but his, his, his struggle with, uh, with Alan Holding started round about that time. Nothing, nothing horrible or, or anything like that. I was just a young man trying to get into a cricket team that was full of stars. And it, it was it was it was tough to get in, and you know did Brom bless him Brom, for he well, Roger Bromley. Let's talk about his injuries. Do you remember that time he was off for a week? We tweak. I've tweaked me. I've tweaked me thigh. Yeah. He get injured opening about opening a bloody bag of crisps. Funny. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Funny. It was Roger. We discussed it on episode he's, he's a really good friend of mine he really looked after him. and I'd like to get him on the podcast get him on uh, got scarred by you know pros always wanted to bowl with the wind with the slow you know with yeah. the advantage yeah. you struggle with it but you know Salavi what a top lad and what a great bowler he was fantastic so uh, Jeff saying to me stop trying to bowl too fast Jez Stop trying to bowl too fast. Just concentrate on swinging it because you'll get loads and loads of people out. Yeah. And Jez then, Jez then, his action were different than, than it was when he, when he became successful at bowling. It changed it. It became a lot more fluid. And he, he did it, it and he'd he learned that his left leg needed to be braced and, and get over that left leg. And that's where you get your bit of pace from. But Jeff were trying to, to turn me into a swing bowler, but I was too stupid and naive to listen because they didn't tell us about how to play against people. They didn't tell us that Trip was a leg side player and would do everything he could to hit your leg side. So a ball like side is off stumping and you'll get him or set a field to get him. They didn't say anything like that. They didn't tell you how to bowl Yorkers. They didn't tell you. But we got Bill Holt and, and Bill, bless him, who was a good player, played for Lancashire. He tried to coach us, but I think we were a tiny little bit old. We're 18 now. I've got to allude to Davros at this, at this point. We had a captain called Peter Maudsley, who uh, passed away last year or the year before. Uh, the influence Peter had on me is is unbelievable. I cannot thank that fella for putting up with me and bowling me when he shunted on so much. He was just a, an absolute star with Peter. And I didn't know, and Jez will, that Peter played in the first team, but was a big man, massive man, uh, and broke his leg fielding. And of course, lost loads and loads of weight, and was very, very thin. Ever, ever then, and it, but it, it, it was typical Manchester bloke, weren't it? All noise, noise, noise. Great fella, you know. And he captain it. He played cricket properly. He played hard. He played to win. He didn't like losing. Uh, he, he wasn't the, the, the best cricketer the world's ever seen by his own admission. But there's a couple of tales. They, I didn't play in this game, but it's it's. They played away at church, and they bowled eight ball overs. They've got Lawrence. They've got a lot of runs. He's you're 17, 18, Jez is 17, 18. You get some runs, they get a load of runs. Nice day at church, but it's at bottom at square. And Peter gets to end. Nothing can go wrong here. 
They need 32 off last over. They fucking got them. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the, the week later, the week later, they play at Bear Cup, which Peter used to call the wall of death. And if you, we've all played at Bear Cup. We all know what he means. The bowling green on the... Oh, wall of death. And we always used to get first game at the season, Bear Cup. Lawhouse will play Bear Cup at Lawhouse. So that means us. We're away at, at wall of death, freezing. And we'll come on to that tale later. Anyway, he, uh, he he makes an announcement before the game that uh, after last week, this will be my last week as captain. I've uh, I've had enough stuff like that. Lawrence go out and score two hundred and ninety, win game, changes his mind after the game. We had him for another six years. Guess <laughs> what? Got hundred <laughs> just to show how much he loved him. Anyway, he's... so Peter, so Peter, he bully you. So you got Darren Taylor, wicketkeeper. Duncan all fielded permanently at third man and, and fine leg because if his Fetlock went, which he did in the first team game, got 50 and didn't field because Fetlock yeah. had gone. But yeah, he, right. you, asked, you asked your Nicky about Duncan all. He thought Duncan all were a great, a great player. He was a massive Duncan all. He was a massive bloke. He was a metallurgist, worked at Lucas. Uh, but he, uh, he had, do you remember, Jez, that square drive that he used to, used to play? He put his big leg down and smash it. But Blaise yeah. by now turned up. Blaise were 13 and 14. So that season, um, we played well and played Nelson in a cup semi-final at uh, Law House. Th- that day, we, we in, the, in those days, you'd struggle, you'd struggle to get 190. If you got 190, you were absolutely ecstatic because the wickets were slow. Uh, they, did, they, they were low. Uh, so there was no pace in them. You couldn't force the ball. You couldn't play. Uh, and R- Richard Vaughton opened batting for their seconds. And I had him in, I, he must have played and missed at me about 70 times because they, they were all coming out. Put a bell on it, blah, blah, blah. blah throw him a piano. All stamp. Gobbing off and, and touch like No, that was when he had his, uh, when he had his append- when he Did he have his appendix out or his balls done when, he's, when, he, uh, <laughs> when he said, I feel as weak as a kitten and someone said, do you want a saucer of milk? <laughs> And, and Paul Garrity, who I've got to say is probably one of the best batters ever in Lancashire League, and I have the problems with Paul, and I, I've, I've, I have since apologised and made things up with him. I know that he still thinks I'm a tosser, but that's fair enough, and I, I deserve all I get with Paul, because um, he's a good footballer as well. He, he, he came in, and if you remember, Jess, it's a long time ago, he was smashing it, and he was taking ones to you from non-strikers, and anyway, Omi ran him out to, uh, what is it, what's he called, but that way you, you run up to bowl and, and not... Oh, my yeah, he did, he, he did it. And just to this day, I don't agree with that happening. And neither did, uh, did Jeff. But we get to the final. Now, the build-up to the final goes like this. It's been all right, the season. The day that it's played, the final, it absolutely lashes it down. We get it at our place. And uh, we've picked the strongest team. It pours down and Jez walks up to Peter and says, I can't play in other game. I'm going on holiday with Trish. So he, he couldn't play in this final. I've been on holiday. It's July holidays when they play it. And we, the, the day comes. It's absolutely cracking the flags that day. And they'd... Uh, what, were, what, what were he called? The, the, the ginger hair that played from, for Ramsbottom Jazz. First team, John Ashworth. John Ashworth. Yeah, he was he were in their team. And Davros went mad before games. He said he's played first team last week. And he's played too many first team games. Blah, blah, blah. So there's a big, massive row before game. We... Uh, we win toss and uh, Omi gets 50, Bush gets 30 odd, Alan got a few 
Uh, and, but Jez didn't play in this game and we limped to 160, 170 all out, something something yeah. like that. It were half time, we were doing as normal things, talking about papers and uh, talking about uh, birds and talking about anything apart from how we're going to beat Ramsbottom in the uh, uh, Junior Cup final. So Brom comes up to me and he says, you're opening bowling me a new ball, aren't you? I said, yeah. He said, you never bowl me a new ball, have you? I said, well, I have at school. I said, well, that's a long time ago. I said, you never opened in, in this with a new ball, have you? He says, get yourself concentrating. Start, get yourself concentrating. He said, bite your arms. Bite your arms. Get yourself fired up. Get yourself fired up. So I do it and all this stuff. And I'm thinking, oh, God, what are you, what are you on about? I know, I know you're my mate. And, cause he was, by this time, because I were a punk and Jez were a punk and all that, like you were my mate. And so he's saying all this and you can still do this, still do this. And that, even I didn't believe it. And we 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 travel out. We, we go outside, and what we we used to do, we used to we used to get us all the time. What used to happen is umpires used to run out and drop a ball for you to throw for catching practice. So Davros used to used to run and pick it up, and every time we'd stand back, so we'd be like, "Hey, don't be we go, be still, still still waiting to get off field." He's there like a dick. <laughs> so so we did him again. He goes, "All right." Right, right, says you're only following from this end. So just hang on, you, you, you got him with that in a cup final, did you? You pulled that one <laughs> yeah, in a cup final? Of course we did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, fair enough. Joe, Joe, you know, and I went annoying, I went days to get at Gav and Stanny. Well, that's what Peter used to be like. <laughs> so he throws me a new ball, and I can remember new ball, they, they were expensive balls, a bit like mine. They were, uh, they were but, it, but it, it was like a mottled sort of varnish. Because Brom had said to me, if you can't grip ball, because you're sweating, uh, grip it across scene. Anyway, so to this day, I can remember, I can see, I can see the crowd, because it were a biggish one, and I can see their opening batter, blonde hair, big glasses, and I can see slips, two slips of a gullet, uh, Blaise, and John Bush and Omi and all that lot, because Omi bowled from the other end, but they give me a new ball. And one ball, third ball, a ball, this lad, we have massive swinging uh, full toss, middle stump right out at ground. And Darren Taylor runs up to me and says, you've got me a full toss. And I bowled another one next over, end it over, another one next over. So they were, they were none for three. It's surreal. Duncan Hall took a catch for me to get five wickets, diving full length at four slip, one-handed. It, it, it was surreal. It was surreal. That, that picture of us all, we, we couldn't even get Peter on his shoulders. We were that young and stupid. And um, I, I got five wickets and I got £27.50 for, for my collection, which take it to go back to 1983, that was a lot of money. It was a week's wage for me then. I can remember, Graham, your dad watched uh, Joseph. Your dad watched it and, <laughs> and, and, and drove back up in his Fiat 127 to get me dad. But game were over. Anyway... The game's finished and we, we all get pissed and we all have a laugh and we're really happy and, and things like that. I were, I were working on the, on the Tuesday and Burnley, the Burnley Express used to do an edition on Tuesday and Friday. And, uh, I can remember making PVC windows and Len Ashworth says, uh, you, you've got a, a great opportunity to cricket you if you stick to it. And Jimmy McElroy's written, uh, and he played football with my dad, so he's, he's written this, this wonderful thing about me. A firm future in cricket shows he knew nothing about football because I knew that he'd been playing golf and I saw him walk, down, walk into the score box just at the end of the game and write it down off the uh, scorecard. Lying <laughs> bastard. 
that sort of catapulted me into the stratosphere. Evan Gray said, another one who knows nothing about cricket, clearly, because he said that you've got a long, longer career in first team. <laughs> How wrong he was. I've got to prove everybody wrong. He said to John Bushell, you'll play, you'll play county cricket, because I think, Jez, to be fair, at that time, I think he, he, that was just about the time he just, he, he just went off the boil with girlfriends and things like that. But yeah. we had a good laugh with John Bushell. It, 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 it bothers me, and I'm going to speak to him about it, that uh, he's... Uh, for, for some reason, not not quite as friendly with our club as he used to be, which I find very disappointing. So that was 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 ace. It was it was fabulous. Football cricket season finished. Football season played, and I'm playing for Grammar School boys. We used to play against them. Jess was better player than me, and but, but the Grammar School boys played at Corinthian. Do you know what I mean? You play up timely for Grammar School boys. You run trip out, and they they let him bat on. I, we aren't crossed and stuff like that and things like all things like you wouldn't believe what went on up there I injured myself I got injured right at start of the next season 1984 uh, I tore ligaments in my ankle and uh, I don't really think I, as a bowler I was same after that and then that, that rate really I, I had my opportunity I enjoyed it really I enjoyed playing I, I, I just after that I just thought with the retrospect, albeit I played and I played a lot, with hindsight, I think I probably probably would just make it numbers up, really, if I'm honest. But <laughs> nonetheless, nonetheless, I made numbers up a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, a lot, Shez. I, I think you possibly, you know, you possibly doing yourself down a little bit there. You know, from the second team of of a good second team, and you could, you know, on the right surface at the right time, you had some pace. Mm. And you did work hard at your game. You did listen to people, and it was, you know, it was. I don't think you've got any regrets from what you said then. For There's better players than me that haven't played in the first team. Yeah, exactly right. But you've you've done it, and no one can take that away. So no, mm. all credit mm. to you. So then I'm, I want to talk about then you've progressed and you start getting in the first team, and then me and you play a little bit of cricket for the police in, you know, in <laughs> some. Interesting game, top players. Joe Martin is, uh, you know, Shez's rise from junior cricket up to senior cricket. Have you any observations? You know, for those who don't know, it's Ian is, uh, is Joe's uncle, or sometimes Joe calls him my mad uncle. Uh, have you any observations about that, Joe? It seems to me, I, I have a lot of conversations with my uncle Ian um, on a weekly basis. They are on a, a variety of topics. My only observation would be that if if Shez had probably have played now, in the or if he'd been fourteen or fifteen no. now, it would it would have benefited no. from a lot of coaching and stuff. And yes, who knows? Perhaps I agree, little Joe. I do, I do think that. But he, and I don't know the best way of putting this really because I don't want to sound it to make it sound like we had it tough or we had. Um, you know, not the opportunities that, that the new players have or, or Joe Martin and the likes have, because Stan alludes to that a lot. But we were mm. coming into a club that was just about developing. And, you know, and we would, you know, Roger Bromley and, and Lofty and, and other players would take us for a pint when we were 16, 17, 18. And it wasn't all about where you guys now are. It is about let's get fit. Let's work out what our strengths are. We were very much, it was still part social club, you know, young fit lads and, and enjoying it. So I do agree with you there, Joe. You know, different circumstances, who knows what would have happened with Shez. Because he certainly got the, you know, the ability and, you know, the technique was there. 
without a doubt. Dooch, have you any observations about Shed? No, I, well, I have, but I want to come in a bit later when he uh, when I sort of started playing cricket with Shez a bit okay. later on his, in his career. So I'll, I'll chirp up then. Okay. So, Shez, we, you made your debut in 1984. Uh, against yeah. At home. Uh, can you remember it? Yeah. Iggy captained. Right. Uh, Curtie were pro. Uh, I forgot who pro for uh, Nelson was. Tell me who pro for Nelson was, Jess. It was. Well, yes. uh, no, uh, Gouchard. Yes. Uh, no, Gouchard. All right. Yeah, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you about that tale. Terry Hunt. Yeah, Terry oh, Hunt. <laughs> Terry Hunt, the very fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's end of the season. It's lashed it down to a day before. And with no pro. Stan's captaincy was good, but he took over a, a good side that was failing and he had to turn it round and it was very difficult for him, bless him. We tip up, loose toss, and Ian Clarkson gets 70-odd. Andy Mack got seven for, Jez? Six for 53. Six, 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 six for 53 on what is probably best described as a sponge on a slate. Shane Higgins played, Peter Cockle played for, uh, for, for Nelson, Ian Clarkson, and obviously... Terry Hunt. Now, Terry was a good one. So we get Neil Geachard, who comes and bowls from the uh, pavilion end and uh, gets done for 60-odd of 12 overs. They get a modest total, whatever, whatever, whatever. We all troop back into dressing rooms. Shez, you're number 11, thanks. Iggy's opening with whoever he were opening with. Probably Noel Geeshard, who got it at first, third ball, right under eye. Yeah, that was the uh, classic, uh, Stan, I'm not going to swear, uh, someone's going to get killed out there. <laughs> <laughs> Noel Blessing gets it at first, third ball. Yeah. Uh, off Terry Hunt, quick ball, flies off a length, hits him, hits him, full in first. Did you play in that game, Des? No, I was, I, I, the reason I remember it is because I was, I don't know if I, I, I was captain up Belvedere or whatever, but I had to, I had yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dan proper fell out with me because I decided yeah. to play ball rather than play in this end of season game. But I do believe Shez, and it's up to you how you tell this oh, story. Oh, it's true. Oh, I know it. I know it. <laughs> One of our amateurs wouldn't wait to bat with me. No, no, is it? Uh, but I, I mean, I wasn't there, so I. I you know, got found... to, to remind remind me who it was. I think it was Walt, and so my, he said, my... "Well, he's going to kill someone out there." I said, "I don't fancy going out to bat against him." Well, he did, but he he battered. It was it was Stan walking, Stan walking round, walking round uh, dressing room, because he'd sent Shane Higgins, who had seen grown up from a child out, and uh, yeah. Terry Hunt, Terry Hunt was sharp that day. But I, in, in a loss, I I come out to bat, uh, and uh, Rogers other end, and he comes to meet me, and he said, uh, "It's lethal out here. Don't expect to last long." So I obliged him by standing right in front and getting it, getting it, but off with me pad by Peter Cockle. Who said, for fuck's sake, Shez, that would have knocked all three out. And they gave me an odd out. I nearly started arguing with umpire. <laughs> Brom, <laughs> Brom, Brom, bless him, got, got castled next ball. <laughs> we, we were hugging and walking off. <laughs> it was absolutely... And that way, that way he ate his best. Yeah. Or oh, someone's going to get killed out there, definitely. It was like the Goose Green one, weren't it, at Bacon? Yeah. Like Goose Green out there, Lofty. Um, just checking your back, checking your back, Jez. Uh, we forgot a good tale about that lot. Years ago, years before, a few years before, they played uh, Aslingdon. 
uh, last game of the season, Aslington uh, were going to win. They had Mick Malone as pro, and they, were, they won Allen Cup. Ten minutes, before, half an hour before game, no captain, no Tom Sullivan, no Rusty. 20, ten minutes before game, no captain. They have to tell him, listen, you're gonna have to, we're gonna have to, you're gonna have to bat. I said, wow, because three of us players aren't turned up. We don't know where they are. Captain's one of them. Yeah. Fifteen minutes, twenty minutes past uh, two, they turn up. Whatever time they turn up, where have you been? So well, well, we met at Parkview and had a pint. I said right, yeah. And then we were driving over, and uh, we were just driving past uh, past Wagoners, and uh, our reading paper and Lofty says, uh, where have you got that paper from? I said it was down there. They got it wrong car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to drive back to, had to drive back to Parkview. Anyway, debut was 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 then followed by another period in the wilderness because Curtie was uh, was a, a complex guy unbelievably talented I've never seen anybody hit a cricket ball as far you played in the uh, seven aside game at Todd I think Jez, didn't you? Yeah. Where, where, where he drunk a bottle of whiskey and got 138 not 81 games or something like that smashing people into oblivion he's the only person that I've ever seen it seen hit it from nets where near pavilion onto terracing at far side unbelievable Curtie was always a, a a challenge, shall we say, and he, he was all for himself, which he had to be, and that's fair enough. I've no problem with that because uh, he was a successful pro for us. He was a very, very good player. But he, sometimes he wasn't great for your morale if you were young. I think I played a game against Enfield where Curtie were pro, Bromvold were off soon. Who is it? With captain Iggy with captain, so he got Curtie on straight away because Brian were like that and. Curtie was a good player. So you're going to use your best player, aren't you? Fair enough. And Curtie uh, asked me to field. Will you field at short leg? Jesus. No hat, no box, no uh, fielding short leg with Curtie bowling leg side. Nice. I didn't bat, I didn't bowl, and I fielded at, the five, at, short, at short leg in that game. Again, didn't uh, stifle my love for playing cricket, but I just, for some reason, I, I, I started being able to bat. I started, started being able to get runs. It was, it was weird. Something clicked. Blazard started doing fantastic. Jez were for steam more often than not. Uh, Bush had gone. He'd gone playing in Ribblesdale League. And I, I just started to be able to bat. They said, I got 50 on Jez's wedding day. At, at Richton, Duncan all had said, and I got 50 that day. <laughs> I started I started getting in teams for batting and, and doing a bit of bowling. So I turned into a sort of a, a bit like Joe is now an all-rounder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we got and it. I, I, we got it. It's funny twice though. <laughs> and, I, and, and I got it. I got it first team at the beginning of probably '84 season. '85, you played a couple of games and bowled. I got um, a wicket, my one and only wicket. Yeah. Well, I'm fielding caught Scott Ball Sheridan. I'm going to come on. I to only lasted another ball. <laughs> then I had to go off. <laughs> so then '86. And then onwards to 87 to 88, you start. You came in the first team and batted at six and seven. Todmorden at home, who was your first wicket? Fielding, Court Scott, Bol Sheridan, one. Uh, and, uh, fiddling. And, and then fiddling. And the other batter was the pro who you got on with, that you thought were good and Daryl Scott. Anyway, yeah. I, I, did, I, I tried too hard and, and strained me back. I didn't warm up properly. It was a wet day. I called it Live Aid that day. So I watched Live Aid. I watched Live Aid on the bench in the dressing room, feeling sorry for myself, watching uh, Freddie Mercury absolutely dazzle him. Did we win? I can't remember there being much apart from watching uh, Duran Duran in uh, in the in the clubhouse. Duran Duran in clubhouse. 
Yeah, they were very good. <laughs> Talking about the clubhouse, we can't, Jez, we can't talk through this conversation without mentioning Jack Ace. Jack, Jack loved me and Jez. He thought we were great. And there's, there's two stories of Jack that, that are, are very amusing. There's one when they, they play in Burnley in the 70s or something like that, and uh, it's absolutely 10 deep at the bar, if you remember it. And there's this fella shouting, Jack, Jack! And he's ignoring him as Jack, because he's working behind the bar. He were crammed. He were crammed when he were happy with Jack. And this fella, Jack, Jack! Jack, he shouted. He said, what's the reason? There's a crack in me. <laughs> crack it on the living glass. And, you know, <laughs> and then, then his, his all-time classic, which is the funniest thing ever. Stan's mum, lovely, lovely lady, Peggy Eaton. Every Monday, she used to clean the ladies' toilets. But anyway, this day, Jack's there on his own. He's obviously uh, had to a bloot and won't, won't go in in the, what, the, the gents' toilets because they weren't great. Goes in, ladies. And next thing he's thinking, oh, bollocks, Peggy's here. Because what I've left in there is not great. Goes in, you can hear him going, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jack, there's a hell of a smell in that toilet. He said, Peggy, give the last one in. <laughs> we were talking about the likes of Jack, which is fantastic. You know, again, we could do a full episode with Jack and... But let's just get back on to the cricketing days. We've got you've got that Alan fiddling. I can't particularly remember him, but you've got him out early on, and you've got injured that game. Is that because we've a couple of stories about your um, preparation and your kit? Game when you bowled in those Puma trainers. No, no, uh, uh, that was the season before under Dave Blazard, where they were pony trainers. The Puma trainers were sold to you uh, just before I went on holiday to uh, to Mallorca. Uh, that was another. That's another story where uh, you, you were you, you were driving up and down uh, Liverpool Road looking for me uh, because yeah. I'd fell asleep on the benches outside the club because uh, me, you, and uh, somebody else got pissed, um, uh, which was very amusing. And uh, the, the uh, in that game, I was wearing uh, Adidas spikes shoes uh, uh, with no socks. Right, okay. I one, Why? Did, because we're a dick. <laughs> but but the, what, was, stupid what, dick. Was, was there some question? Was there some thought behind it? You you didn't do it because no, you'd forgotten no, your socks. Be, you be, you be, intentionally did it. Just being just being a dick. Just being stupid and and not realizing until I got a bit older that you've you've had an ankle injury. You, you, your action means that you land heavily on your right foot and your left foot slides because you bend your knee because you don't go down you're going forward if you will and um you you, you just are what you are you just think and you, again no one then until i got to the post office and, and trevor jones got hold of me you were allowed to be as stupid as you were craig eaton used to turn up thinking he was quarterback for uh chicago bears thought he thought he were him he used to have headband around his, around his neck bizarre it it was Joe Gooch. It was a bit of a period there when, you know, I think, I'm not saying it was just after the Second World War, but people were starting to become characters and there were. And I must say, you know, in, you know, I was a little bit probably behind all that. You know, my dad was, I didn't go out as much as other people when you're 14, 15 or 16. Nicky did a little bit more. But around no, that... Nicky, Nicky did a lot more. A lot more. But around that time, you, you know, were influenced a lot by people on telly, and there was two detectives who didn't wear socks. 
yeah. always we wanted to be a detective. Yeah, the bowling, no socks. So, so anyway, yeah. Yeah, move through that. You play a few more games. I mean, there's nothing massively jumping out for me. I don't know if there's anything. No, no, no. That's why I got dropped. <laughs> you up to 1988, and then you didn't play for six years, but then you get back in for two games. Police, Rottenstall at home and Bake Up Away, or the, the other way around. Rottenstall at home, now then. Jeremy, had, uh, talking about injuries, had uh, torn his hamstring. And he, he, he'll remember, and you see, I've got a good memory, me. That's why I'm a, a crap copper. The fellow that was doing his hamstring said to him, this is one of the best tears I've ever seen. Look at the bruise in there. As he's rubbing his leg with, with oil. <laughs> Can I just go up a bit further? <laughs> anyway, with Craig Light as pro, Craig Light, he comes, does Craig, and he's on a shoestring because it's, this is the revolution. The revolution has took place. Jez has been the captain. They've paid a lot of money for Pabalka. And they've decided Jez will concede was the most talented person in the world, but very difficult to captain. Very selfish, very me. But a, a, a world-class performer when he wanted to be. I think we'll agree. So the, David had got involved, uh, who probably, uh, it's fair to say, we can't say this way, who was a fantastic bloke who did a fantastic job uh, and, and hauled the club. But Jez was partly responsible for that through, through his, what, his young captaincy and the, and the way that he changed the, the, the mindset around the game along with Nicky and things like that. Anyway, we, we get Craig Light. First game of the season, we play Ramsbottom away. I get seven for 23 and Neil Wallet claps me off the pitch. Graham Young had five catches behind. So I knew that I must have been playing all right and we got through them games and with a bit of a crisis, we come to July. Is it July? 12th of June. 12th of June. We're playing Rottenstall at home. By then, they've got Bevan playing but by the reporting Got some really poor players. Richard, who is it? We're opening it, bowling for him. So Jez is walking, well, limping round with me because I'm batting late at order. And we sit down and Craig Light, who's got 137 not out in his first game against Rams Bottom at home, bats. And Jez says, he's a good player, is Craig Light. But what you've got to remember is he can't play shit bowling. Just as he runs down wicket and gets stumped by that bald-headed stumper. Third, third over. Yeah. And he says, so you now see what I mean, don't you? I said, yeah. Anyway, the innings goes from bad to worst. Nicky's captain, and it's just it just disintegrates. Michael Bevan gets five wickets bowling that left arm crap. That you know what I mean, and six wickets. Well, seven. Yeah, one of them. Barton uh, <laughs> bowled for about for one for one, and that will miss it. Renners comes in dressing room afterwards and goes absolutely ballistic. Half time, not half time. He comes in the dressing room, goes ballistic at us, and um, we we lose. And I bowled. I bowled all right. I bowled all right. Uh, Bevan edged me. For six down to third man, down to third man for two. Because uh, Blaise, as uh, remembers, the only person who's got outside edge this year. I, I, I regretted that because he did me three. It, 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 anyway, so we lost, <laughs> lost Emily. It, nothing to do with wicket, just a really, really crap amateur yeah. performance. So then the so, year after, for whatever reason, for the, the rest game of... after, Jez. The game after we played back up. The week yeah. after. Yeah, yeah, the day after, yeah, 1994, yeah. So what happened then? Well, I think it's fair to say that I, I realised that I was a second-team player. I always were going to be. Matt was Matt captain. Matt was captain. And they picked me for, again. And we got to play a Bear Cup. Bear Cup are the best team in the league. Great wicketkeeper. 
great opening batter, great pro, great team. And we go with Craig Light, who's indifferent by now. He's, he's got fed up. He's not doing very well. So we lose the toss and it's absolutely freezing. So I'm thinking, I'm going to be cold out here today. Not forward thinking. And we didn't communicate. You didn't, you didn't get Matt coming up and saying, right, I think you might be bowling today. You, do you know what I mean? You might, we didn't do that. We didn't, we, we, this, these, all this talking about roles and things like that came later. So off we go on to the pitch. It's freezing. Really cold day. And Stanny, the wanker, gets <laughs> somebody out early doors, bowls him. Bowling from uh, Bake-Up End. Worst thing he ever did. Because in comes Roger Harper like a looking cage panther. <laughs> And he walked, he walked past me, all right, Rog. I say, looking up to him, trying to hide and disguise myself. Yes, why did you say, all right, Rog? Hoping, hoping that he'd take pity on me. <laughs> so he strides in. It takes him six strides to get from pavilion to wicket. He's, he, 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 like I said, he's like a caged panther. He's got this big, massive smile on his face. He's West Indies cap. He's West Indies sweater. And I thought, that's closest to test cricket I'll ever get. Anyway... He then starts, good players, when you see really, really, really good players, they make it look easy and he starts taking ones. And who is it's batting at the other end? Thompson's batting at the other end. Remember him, Jesse? He, yeah. he would have been he would have been a top player, but he fell out with Bacup for six or seven years in the, in the 80s. Anyway, move on. And he's knocking ball about. Craig Light's getting... So, so every bad ball's getting punished. And Matt says, Shez, will you have a ball from... Pavilion end for makeup end. If you've ever heard words you don't want to hear that with them, and they'll they'll haunt me. They'll put them on my gravestone, but I'm getting cremated, so it doesn't matter. Shares will you bowl? Have a bowl. Well, to say Roger Harper couldn't smile wide enough is the is, is the, the biggest understatement in the world. It it lit up. To be fair, my two overs went for a lot of runs. I think people in makeup thought there were another air raid. It was just absolutely crap because I put three two shirts on. Two jumpers, a vest. So I, I, I couldn't be loose. I were hot, but I weren't loose. <laughs> <laughs> Matt says, are you warmed up and boiling? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, smashed into oblivion. Harper, they win league. I, I get dumbed out leg side, stumped out leg side. Uh, they win league. I trudge off and that's my last game. All was not lost. I still had a lot of cricket left in me, but I, didn't, I knew that there were no first-team cricket left in me. And, and, and to be honest with you, it had passed me by. I, I was a second-team player. That's what I were. You can't put a, a fourth-division player in, in Premier League or, a, or, or a, a, a league player and expect him to play test cricket or any level of, of really senior cricket because you're just not good enough and you'll, you'll get found out. And that's what happened. I got found out and I got smashed all over. Don't regret it. No. Well, crikey, you know, like Joe's team now, with the first team now, it's all right having 12, 14 good players, are you saying, you know, you're saying they're first team players, but you need people to replace them and to do jobs from time to time. And you did do yeah. jobs, you know, so there's no, no you know, we just, no. if you look, you look at the, the figures there, crikey, Ryan Eskus gone for less than four and over, Matt's gone for, for nearly seven, Craig Light's gone for about five and a half. Stanley's gone for five. You know, you've gone three overs, none for 25. So you weren't the only one we're getting back to that. <laughs> we got it, hammered. Yeah, by 195 runs. So, that, so that's first team cricket, Shez. You know, I've got to say, we, we put out on, on Twitter and the forums 
the questions from people that, that want to come in and, and every or comment on the new guests and, and everyone who's played with you have always said, you know, it's been a pleasure, you've always committed, you're always trying your nuts off and it's always fun. Joe, you played quite a bit with shares in seconds, didn't you? Joe do. I did. I did, yeah, yeah, and it, it were it were a great experience. I've alluded to it previously, but for me as a 14, 15 year old coming into a, a blokes team ran by Rusty, you know, it was real eye opener, but but in a good way. But Shez yeah. really did look after me, picked me up and took me to games and stuff, which were which were great because I obviously lived at the other end of town and Shez were coming past my house, so he, he would always make sure I got to games, not always on time, but we, we would always get to games. Um, <laughs> but there are just a few bits I want to throw at you, just see, see if you can remember a few names that, that I always look back on and smile. Terry Small. Yeah, Shez, will you? Uh, I, I'm going to shop. Terry, do you want to from shop? Yeah, yeah. Will you get us uh, a Kit Kat and a can of Coke? Uh, well, if they haven't got it, just get us out. So I bought a Mr. bottle of sterilised milk and a loaf. <laughs> <laughs> we played at Bearcup. I, I know that I, I said earlier that Bearcup with Roger Harper was, was quite... But I had some good, good times at Bearcup, I have to say. We won a lot and I had some good times. There was one time where Alan Southers battered all the game and must have got hit by Peter Feld 50 times and Frank was shouting get on with it and put his knickers up the uh, flagpole as <laughs> we're going to tear him in Lindrum and it, anyway and then we played at Bay Cup with Terry Small I'm captain it's a really hot day Prot got 100 really really hot day so Terry who wasn't like the Adonis that I am that caught the sun and stuff is a weed from Bolton good player Lots of ability, but he had the spine of a jellyfish. I went toss, anyway, whatever, we bat. And he sat outside dressing room with no cream on, no nothing, no top. And I said, Terry, you do know you're going to burn if you sit there, don't you? I'll be all right, naturally brown me, aren't I? 45 <laughs> overs bastard later, he looked like he'd been painted red. <laughs> he says, yes, I can't get my arms up. I said, no, I know you can't get your arms up because you're a dick, aren't you? Terry Small, what other stuff did he do? Well, he, he kept Iggy alive because he bowled those wonderful slow swingers and it, it gave Iggy yeah. a new lease of life. Iggy, we're in his late 40s then, Iggy, he got, he got loads of victims off him. And it, to be fair to lad, he, he, he was talented, talented. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Mm. He was just mental. Completely. Do, do you remember the pie, the pie getting put under his uh, seat cover? Yes, Tony Woodworth and you did that. I had nothing to do with it. I was far too... That was the same game. That was the same game. Was it really? Yeah, that was the same game. He, put so it under, he, had, he turned up in his slippers, didn't he? And he had that seat cover on his, on his car. Turned up and, yeah. and Woodworth and you put a, put a pie under his thing. And you've never did, I, I admitted it, but you did it. I know you did it. Hey. I definitely didn't do it. So, do you think it was Tony? Well, because when I asked him about it, he I know, said, I know, I know it was Tony. Right. Okay. Because when I asked him about it, he said, "If I'd have had a pie, do you think I'd have put it under somebody's seat no, cover?" That reason, no, that reason, defence. Tony, Tony, Tony's lying. Right, Tony's okay. lying. So, in the second team, you know, there's been a couple of um, digs here about maybe being late for games or anything. And Shez, you picked your up, George. Is mm. there any, is there anything, any evidence? On on the morning of the game, Shez and I were both playing in the second eleven, so we'd have been getting to the ground at whatever time, say quarter past twelve. But what happened was on the morning of the game, somebody cried off, so I got called up to the first team. They sent Ryan Esketh back from Richmond to come and get me. At last minute job. He's expecting me to be at Lower House at I don't know quarter past twelve. 
20 past 12, not there. 25 past 12, not there. Half past 12, not there. Just after half 12, we get to the ground. Shez has been late picking me up, unfortunately. And I'm saying, Shez, I'm playing to f- first team. I need to get, I need to get over to Richardson. I'm, I'm panicking like mad because I've only played like three or four games at this stage. Shez says, don't worry about it. Just, just, just tell them we broke down on way to the ground. There's not what you can do about it. Tell them we broke down. They'll swallow that. <laughs> so, gets to, Ryan comes back and gets me. Takes me over to Richardson two wheels into the car park. We get there like five or ten minutes before the game. Jez sits me down at changing room. Right, why are you late? What's happened? Uh, well, Jez, you won't believe this, but we broke down on way to Law House. Like four, four seconds later, I was spilling my guts out for all to see. Yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't last, I didn't last more than five seconds. <laughs> Jez were late. Sorry, Skip. Sorry, Jez. But all Shez's all fault. Is there anything else from your second team days, Dooch? Yeah, I just wanted to mention Aslinden. Oh, we played. On. We went through a, sp- a spell of getting some absolute taterings by Aslinden. I know we got lost in a cup semi-final to him once when I dropped Mark Rothwell. I don't think it cost us game, but there you go. Yeah, but there were there were ninety-five. Spe- the scorebook. He got ninety-five. He smashed us all over the show. Tit. That's not what I wanted to bring up. I wanted to bring up that that period of time when we went to Aslington away in the middle of summer, mm. lost toss every mm. week, and Bobby mm. Grimshaw and Crusher and people like mm. that absolutely mm. marmalised us every yeah. week. Mm. But what was that? What was that game when we were none for four? That was Pete Gaynor's captaincy, and we lost the toss, and they got two hundred and seventy-five. We went to bat and out to bat, and uh, good old Ian Cameron was playing, and as he charged him for his first ball, there goes Ted middle stump Yorker. In trolls Frank, players round one, who has just been calling Gary Richter and the Blackburn Bastard all day and having a rat go at him. So he goes first ball with a send-off and then pretends to start fighting anybody. As you well know, lads, Frank can't find his way to a very, very wet paper bag. And I'm sat up with bat at the other end and uh, told him so. Peter Gaynor strolls out, he goes second ball and uh, whoever comes in next goes out first ball. And I'm watching this from the uh, other end of the field. Gav comes out to bat and I said, well, this is batting practice, isn't it? Uh, we limped to about 85 on a 250 wicket. Peter, would, Peter was sort of on his way by then. I think I think Peter had lost. He'd lost them young. He didn't know how to look, look after them young lads. But every dog has his day. And uh, we played Aslingdon when I was captain. And uh, Muscle sorted Bobby Grimshaw out. Bobby Grimshaw didn't play again after that. He frightened to death. He I need to just talk a little bit about the times me and Shez had at playing police cricket. <laughs> I wasn't mad keen to play police cricket. All I ever wanted to do was play for Lawrence. But the standard of the police cricket was really quite, uh, really good when you played on really good pitches. And sometimes you didn't have a choice. Shez played well before me with... Dan and Chris Scott and Andy McNicholas and other players from you know other other leagues who, who were top top cricketers. So we go off and play, and you play through a, a regional uh, tournament. So the North would play the Northwest, and then you play in the North, and then you'd play North versus South, and then you'd have a final. Uh, and we used to do the odd tour. Um, and there were some good days there, Shares, weren't there? There were some good pictures and some some of the best days of our lives there. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, no, you'd have a um, tour. Neil Gregson, Neil Gregson, were a nice lad. Webby, you forgot yeah. about Webby, haven't you? Yeah, no, I am. There's loads of people there, but people on the podcast possibly don't remember him. You know, Gary Bolton yeah. and 
and he's yeah. and all, me and Chez were always a little bit we weren't that bothered about it Stan thought it was quite pre- prestigious to play but me and Chez would go along and we'd, we'd both back anywhere between probably five, six, seven, eight, and possibly nine I'd bowl a little bit Chez would bowl a little bit but you're almost like a team of all-rounders and we played in the semi-final you think Chez of the quarter-final PAA Scotland quarter-final in Scotland so we'd got a coach up there. We'd gone up for, I think, at least two nights, if not three nights. Two, two nights. We're really looking forward to this. We'll get through to the semi and then we'll get another trip. It's really good. Good cricket and it's more trips away from work. I mean, it's a Stan got out early on, another opening batter got out and then Gary Bolton got out. All top players. And I think I went in at possibly five or six. And it was a really good rock hard wicket. that seemed mm, green. Yeah, but seemed about and swung a little bit. But, you know, if you got in, you'd be all right. So, Shez with another wicket. And so, we're probably six down now, six or seven. So, Shez is coming Four. at eight. When you came in at six? Yeah. Right. And um, and I just said to Shez, look, there's, we play probably 60 overs per side. And I said, look, just hang around here. You know, if we can get to 160, well, you know, 160 and 200 without bowling attack, we'll, so let's just back all the overs out. Right, Shez, I will. And I've never seen Shez as intense in my life. His eyes were spinning, and I kept saying to him every end of every over, every ball, just stay in. They won't bowl you on this track. If he's bowled it and he's going for the stumps, it'll swing. It's moving so much. Right, right, Jez, right, Jez, I will. So he's faced two or three overs, and they are maidens. And then these lads realise what our game is. We're just not going to take them on. And he's obviously a quality bowler. So he's running and bowled. The biggest in-swing you've ever seen. Shares his shoulders, arms, shouldered arms. His arms have gone as high as he can. His back is stuck, pointing up to the moon. This ball's come back and hit him right in the bollock. <laughs> <laughs> With a huge clang. Shares used to have a metal box. And it like foam around the outside. And it held his balls. And this ball it went bong. <laughs> All the people who come to watch us and all our players are absolutely wetting themselves. But we ended up, we got a few runs each, didn't we? And we ended up yeah, in the game. We did. It was good fun with those tours, Shez. I don't actually remember many of them. Did you uh, I remember them all. Stan, Stan came out to the dressing room and said, Shez, you forgot this and held the box up, remember? If you remember, Jez, on that trip, Stan, bless him, uh, had uh, decided they were going to take piss out of Brian Otwood, our umpire, all the way there. And yeah. all the way there, he owned him. I went with uh, I went with 34 pence for that two-day two, uh, two, two trip. <laughs> Stands on it batting, and he's owing Brian to death. Third ball, it's him. Like I said, it was seeming all over short. It's him, top of his pad. <laughs> they, they all go up. Off he nearly goes up with him. Is that how that's how it's done? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was comical. That was. It was, uh, and just one last little one from the uh, from that trip. We went to this Courtbridge, I think it was called. Yeah, Courtbridge Hilton. Yeah, in this uh, in this hotel. So the first night we go, um, we're all desperate to go out and have a pint. It's tea time. So we say to the receptionist, um, "Where's the nearest pubs?" And all she says to us is, "Dinigadunda, help!" <laughs> Guess where we went. Doing the hell. Good story, Shez. There, right, uh, Joe Martin. You, you must have something, right, your uncle. I know you're scared to death of him. Is there anything you want to uh, you want to chat through or pick up on? The, the 
there's a there's a couple of things. Obviously, Shez had a very similar role to Paul Stanny in that he brought a set of youngsters through. So in that group, there was Joe and Charlie and, and others and Matt Stanny, <laughs> Matt Stanny and Gav. What yeah. was it like captaining them, Uncle Ian? Challenging. Gav uh, was committed, wanted to do well, but I, don't, I, I didn't know enough about the game to be able to talk him through whatever problems he had. He had some success in first team. He got a 50, at least. Johnny Russell, there you go. Joe, you've got a, a Worsley Cup. Uh, have you got a Worsley Cup, Joe? Two, I've got have two. Got, uh, and and, a, and mm. a league championship. I've got a couple of them as well, three of them, I think. Char- three Charlie, of them. Charlie, Charlie Cotton. I can't speak highly enough about Matthew Stansfield. To say uh, he's uh, uncoordinated is, uh, is, is, is nothing short of lies. Uh, the, the only thing that keeps standing together is his skin, because the rest of him, that uncoordinated, that his body be all over the show. We start this season and he gets his team. And to be fair to Matt, when he wanted to, he, could, he just couldn't field. It, it, it was like watching somebody throw a wardrobe down a back street. It was just ridiculous. I used to, I used to be on to him all the time, saying, Stanley, just look like you... Make them look like you, 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 you want to get the ball. Make them look like you're confident you're going to pick it up because I know you're not. Yeah. So we're in the dressing room, first game of the season, and he says to me, I'm saying to him, right, Frank's keeping with you. We need to get ball into him. Nice and every, every ball, it looks professional. It makes us look good. It makes us do this. Not four minutes later, first ball, standing at mid-wicket, picks it up, throws it back to bowler. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. <laughs> then later in the season, we play Dazzlingdon away, just about to get another absolute tater in. Again, I've spoken to him before game. Stanley, I need you to concentrate. I need you. I'm going to make you feel that mid-off today, the right-handers, there's a good chance you're going to be coming ball. But it could look, look like you're going to get the ball. First ball, hits it. Missed times, it's straight to him. It hits him in the middle of chest before he even saw the ball coming. And after <laughs> that, I just, I just gave up. To just let him get, just let him get on with him. As I said, as I said, you just have this tendency to fuck about, Stanley. <laughs> if you remember, but uh, other people were challenging. Um, back to the eighties, if you remember the rocking vicar Jesse was uh, that was quite impressive at Rockstall. In on off not so many. Blessed yeah. deserved, deserved a ball. We didn't have enough balls. Rusty's dismissal at uh, Rottenstall, you might have played in that game, where it bounced over his head. That was very, very, very funny. <laughs> that, was, that, that, was, that was hilarious. They were all... I, I got the, the, the nickname as Captain Stammering because they just drove you to distraction. Because they just... They, you'd be watching game, they'd be playing that stupid little catch cricket outside dressing rooms. Do you know what I mean? Like muscle bowling little dobbers at, at Charlie and then hitting him and then catching them all going, hey! Batting. we batting. Things like that. But it's just, it just ridiculous, the stuff they used to come out with. And then they'd start all singing songs and they'd say like Pearl Jam, Street Jam, Dot Jam, Ram Jam. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? None of them drunk. None of them bought a pint. So there were me, Ted, Gary Morris's friend. That, 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 Jerry Doe. Jerry Doe. Jerry Doe. Yeah, there, yeah. there were me, Jerry Doe and Ted. They're all there on court throwing crisps at each other. You're like, ow, they've had children. they discovered girls. It's just beyond me. <laughs> it's nothing short of a miracle. It, it, it's just ridiculous. Because I see Russell now running around. He's still there with his goofy face on. Or <laughs> it's <laughs> Were you, Shez, were you there at Ramsbottom when Pete Gainer got a tint face with tennis ball? I was, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. 
That worked for you me. Were you were, I were off for rain, I think. And, uh, <laughs> Through his paper. Pete, Pete's reading a broadsheet in, in the change <laughs> room. And, re- and wrestlers are pricking about, as you've alluded to. And um, Someone bowled one at Charlie, and he's either got a, a collection box or a bat mallet in his hand, and he swiped this tennis ball, and he nailed it, and it went straight through <laughs> Pete's paper, and he's in his face. And he, he pulled his paper down, and his glasses rang in his <laughs> and everyone everyone just got up one by one and walked out at changing room because he didn't want to laugh in his face oh dear that was funny oh bless him that was a funny him. day there were lots and lots lots and lots <sighs> of funny days can I just add that uh, despite all uh, tears that we've shed at uh, Law Race for people who've gone and the uh, happy days sad days and all that lot and bless Craig and people that aren't with us and that never got a chance to fulfil the potential. I wouldn't have changed it for anything. They were the best years of my life. I loved every second of it. I cried in my kitchen when my wife told me she didn't want me to play uh, ever again. And I, I, I can only say that uh, long may the club continue and uh, you keep smiling, chaps. <laughs>